astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Mercury's finally out of retrograde. That's good news, (laughs) right? Yes. It is still in the shadow period until September 30th, so anyone that does feel very sensitive to it, and you might be thinking, I'm still feeling the ramifications of it after September 30th. It's definitely all gone, but Mercury is now direct as we're talking. Fabulous. Fabulous. Well, I'm excited about the eclipses because as a Scorpio, I'm I'm done with this Taurus, Scorpio, right back and forth that we've been dealing with over the last, you know, approximately 18 months. Yeah. Finally coming to the end of that and the heat's going over to Aries and Libra, right? It is. So today we are talking about the solar eclipse that is happening on October 14th. It's happening at 21 degrees of Libra. In case you're listening, thinking, did I not just listen to a podcast about eclipse? Why are we talking about this again? There is a solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse. They always travel in pairs. So the previous episode a few weeks ago that you heard was about the lunar eclipse happening on October 28th. Today, we're talking about the solar eclipse that happens on October 14th. You know, and that gets confusing. It gets confusing for me even because they come always about two weeks apart from each other. It's like, which one is more important? Well, it really depends on your specific chart and where your planets are sitting at, obviously. Uh, And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes they are working in tandem. And sometimes they have a very clear separate message. Right. And if your birthday is October 14th, then this eclipse is happening right on your sun. So of course you can give give or take a few days before or after. Um, but that means that it's probably affecting you maybe more so than other people, especially with how you introduce yourself, how you're seen, because it's affecting the sun, which is your ego. Mm-hmm. And what's kind of cool about eclipses is that you can actually, the the average person can see it. They can see them happening where, you know, not everyone can see Venus and Saturn and where they're at up in the sky. But this is a case where the moon, the earth and the sun all moving, correct, Mm -hmm. right? All orbiting around and they line up in such a way that for a short amount of time, the, the light of the sun is blocked. We can't see it. So that's just how we are lining up. And again, it's a big deal, particularly when it's in your neighborhood, when it's in your country, right? And there's a lot of astrologers who think that it's stronger. If you can see it, it has more impact on you. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Not everyone goes that way, but you know, we, and this one, uh, I guess Texas is the hot spot, but there's a number of uh, parts of California, parts of Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico. But the big draw, it seems to be Texas because of the, just because they're exactly on the path and there's cities, people are traveling to go see this. Oh, that's really cool. It's a vacation. It's a, it's a new level of tourism. Well, I mean, 
that makes sense because astrology and different things like that, they are becoming more trendy, lack of better word, but the idea that people are traveling, that's awesome. I like the example that you give that an eclipse is like rebooting your computer, or it can be like a reset where we're just unplugging for a few minutes, plugging back in, getting back on track. I think eclipses, um, cause people always say, well, is that good? Or is it bad? What does that mean that there's an eclipse happening in my chart? And it's hard to say, you know, like that it's good or bad because sometimes the news that comes to the surface or what becomes seen can be a little startling or upsetting something. This is not how I wanted it to go, but usually within a week or so, you know, a month or so we can see, oh my gosh, that got me back on track that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a, it's, it's just like when you see something, I mean, particularly as I age, I'm driving down the freeway and things are coming at me, you know, a little faster, you know, uh, billboards and I misread a billboard. Then I go blink, blink. And I look again, because I think, what? Why would they be saying that? And I, oh, that's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I'm talking about with that reset. Yeah. It's like you reset, you, you can't take it all in the way it's happening. You have to kind of blink, open your eyes again and look at it. That's the eclipse. And uh, again, we've clarified this one is happening at October 14th um, uh, uh, at 21 degrees of Libra. Just yeah. quickly, we had one in Aries back in April. And this is now Aries Libra, Aries Libra, Aries Libra. We're going to go back and forth on this uh, through March of 2025. So we're going to be talking here in a few minutes about how it's affecting each sign, correct? Yep. And solar eclipses are a great time planting new seeds, laying a new foundation, opening some sort of new avenue of expression or interest. They occur approximately every 19 years in the same sign. So those Aquarius or so the Aries and Libras, if you might be thinking, oh no, what does this mean for the next two and a half years? You could go back 19 years. We've gone through them before. Yeah. We had, there's a big story here. I think, uh, again, I don't hear anyone else talking about it, but Kamala Harris, our current, uh, vice president, uh, she has been highly affected by this series of eclipses. Uh, she is a 27 degree Libra. Okay, we said the eclipse was happening at 21, so she's affected, but it's also her moon. It's it's at the opposite point, 27 Aries. So her sun and her moon are being massaged or reset under this energy. Now, when you said 19 years ago, guess what she was doing 19 years ago? She was elected the district attorney of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting. Again, this does not say does not say what exactly is going to happen, but there is a recentering around her going on. Yeah. yeah, we don't know her personal life, what might be going on, but we know last time she did something rather public. Right. So that is fascinating. And if I could, I also insert something else. Yeah. About the lunar eclipse, which we spoke about a couple uh, a month ago, probably. And, you know, that is happening at five degrees of Taurus. And, you know, at the time we did not know this, but since then now we understand that, you know, there's an inquiry, impeachment inquiry going on about Biden. Uh, Biden is a Scorpio and his moon sits at zero degrees of Taurus. So that lunar eclipse is very threatening, isn't it? Very threatening to Biden going right into his moon. Yep. Uh, and of course we also know his son charged with the felony now so that's 
that's a lot. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Coming into and that the lunar eclipse, which is not our big topic today. We talked about it already, but that is culminating October 28th. So that's a rough stretch for Biden between now and Halloween, basically. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So kind of interesting. So we definitely want to start talking about how all of the signs are going to go through this. So before we get into that, you're going to hear just from a quick commercial break. Hey, mom and me family. Halloween is just around the corner. So if you're planning a Halloween party, event, or dinner, this is just your friendly reminder to book entertainment. Hiring a professional astrologer or tarot reader adds a level of fun and excitement to your party and exposes your guests to something new. Not planning a party, but attending one? I've got you covered. I created the Cosmic Coaster, which is a disposable coaster with a QR code that links to a digital tarot reading written by me. These are a great icebreaker that won't break the bank or a great hostess gift. To book your upcoming entertainment or to order coasters, head over to my website, www.thekatewind.com. Okay, welcome back. So of course, we love using politicians, royalty, celebrities to look at these eclipses just because their storylines are so big that it's a great way to just see the energy in action. But of course, listening, you're probably thinking, how does this affect me or my child or my husband? So we're going to go through all 12 of the signs. If you know your rising sign, uh, of course, listen for that one. And if not, just listen for your sun sign. And if you know both, I would listen to both interpretations and kind of marry them together. Absolutely. So because of where the eclipse is happening in the sign of Libra, we are going to start with the Aries and Libra interpretations. Right. So we have Aries, which this would be happening in their solar seventh house, which means partnerships. They're standing. Are there partnerships in good standing? That would be a question right? Questioning or forming new relationships. You know, who we hang out with kind of defines us on a great level, right? It defines what part of neighborhood we go into, what type of people, conversations we have. So there's a lot to be said for that idea of who are you connecting with. And Aries, there's, there should be something here, maybe changing loyalties, uh, developing new new partnerships, finding a new best friend, let's say, but this could be romantic as well, couldn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Or two, I mean, they could be changing who they're directly working with on a day-to-day basis. So, you know, they talk about like, oh, my work wife or my work husband or who my lunch buddy is, who am I always going to run errands with around the property or something. So it could also be that type of partnership as well. Yes. Yes. You know what? And again, I was a little surprised. I don't know. You probably don't follow this as much, but Nancy Pelosi, she's 80 something. I don't know. I don't know her exact age. You know, she's an Aries and here she's announcing she's not going to retire. She's going to run again. I actually did see that. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, these 80 year olds are taking over. I know. (laughs) You know, they're dominating. I'm thinking like, okay, just because, or does that mean then that Nancy's going to run again and she's going to get elected and all that stuff? Not necessarily. Right. It's, a, it's supposed to be a new chapter. She may be making new friends in the neighborhood. You know, <laughs> she may be finding new social circles to hang out with or, have, or starting a new nonprofit, something. But we hear her saying at this point where she thinks she's going. 
Okay, next let's talk about Libras or Libra rising. This is happening on that first house. So we already gave the example of Kamala Harris, but you know, this is a great time where you might be just having some very pivotal realizations or impulsive feelings about self. You could be getting an invitation to do something, participate in something, or going seeing something you've never heard of before. I mean, there is kind of a sense of adventure with this one. Absolutely. You know? uh, there, it could put a big focus too on the physical body where you might be having a realization about the body. You might be uh, more proactive in regards to, let me get the test done. Let me see what the results are. Getting serious about doing something to the body that maybe even surprises you. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't think I would be doing this six months ago or a year ago. Yeah, I think overall Libras are going to get validated in a way maybe they haven't heard of in a while or that it is very flattering for them. Yeah, I'm thinking of my brother. He's a Libra. Um, we went and saw him last night playing at Tommy Rockers. How was that? For, it was really it was really good. And I guess there's a group here in Las Vegas that they're like Jimmy Buffett group. Yeah, sure. And so they were going wild and Tyler had mentioned that several of the people came up to him and said, you're just like Jimmy Buffett's pan player. And I, I'm embarrassed. I don't know the name, but right. they were comparing him to that guy. And oh. so, yeah. So Tyler was obviously really tickled and pleased about it, but I was just saying like, it's similar to when someone dresses up like Elvis and they don't right. maybe look exactly like Elvis, right. but people get so excited because it's recreating something that mm -hmm. either they experienced or something that they yeah, really enjoy. And I think Tyler kind of embodied that last night. You know what? I just saw just that very short clip that was posted on social media. And I was, this is his element. Yeah. That's his gig. Yes. You could do that five nights a week. Right. <laughs> so next let's talk about Taurus or Taurus rising. This is happening in that sixth house of work. So there could be some realizations around what are my, what's my work schedule? Can I continue to work like this? What conditions am I willing to work under? Or if you're self-employed, maybe you're reconsidering pricing or saying I need a pay raise. I think just Taurus is maybe just, uh, you know, looking at the workspace and wanting to move things around. They mm -hmm. want a fresh perspective, a new beginning, or to put some excitement back in the workplace. You know, sometimes when you you know, move the bookcase, move the desk, whatever. And all of a sudden it feels more interesting. Yep. Oh yeah. And even, I know we talked a little bit about the body with Libra, but for Tauruses as well, they might just get more focused on healthcare or preventative measures. And that doesn't have to mean just going to the doctor, but they could be saying, I'm going to start on the treadmill again. I'm going to digestive tract. They're probably very focused on the digestive tract. So what are you eating? Right. Absolutely. Next for Scorpio or Scorpio rising, uh, this is happening in that 12th house. And so I would think they're very sensitive right now to where they're being overlooked or where they're being undermined. And maybe it's something that they're doing to themselves, e even where maybe someone else isn't undermining them, but you're undermining your own schedule. So you're saying, I need to carve out time for myself. I need to do this for me. Yeah, I can really relate to that version of that. Um, you know, it's it's a kind of a hidden area. Remember, this is Biden's. Biden's a Scorpio. So this is happening in his 12th house. Talk about hidden enemies. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a 
multiple ones going on these days. But anyhow, uh, yeah, I, I think buried issues, things you haven't thought of. It's kind of like, as you have mentioned in the past, like going down in the basement or going up in the attic and going through stuff and starting to go, oh, remember then, remember that. What did that mean? You're, you're trying to process uh, things that have just not been thought of in a long time. Yes. So great time to be embracing any sort of self-help. Maybe you're having a realization. I need to go to therapy. I want to go to counseling. I want to get a handle on this addiction. I know those aren't fun things to talk about, but it's a great time to be having those realizations. It is a very supportive time. You know, it's not just a good, it's supportive. You'll get support. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, that's the whole thing is like, don't be afraid of this. Say, okay, how can I lean into it? So I'm supported. Uh, next, let's talk about Gemini's or Gemini rising. This is happening in that fifth house. So big focus on what your passion is, where your creativity is. So you could be getting very serious about a hobby or something that you want to start monetizing or doing more than you're doing at this at this point. Yeah, this is a fun one. There could be more interest in attending big events. Think of, you know, sports events. Uh, think of, you know, things that happen on the stage because they're, they're really into their passions, but also seeing people that are passionate. You know, you, if you watch a football player, you may not like football, but you can totally appreciate their passion for, you know, what, what they have to go through to get to that game. So that's why that is kind of a, a, a real comfortable place to go when you're trying to be passionate to go to where someone is showing a lot of passion and dedication. Yeah. I'm thinking about Mikey just because, you know, he's in the car industry and, but he has so many big car shows coming up. Oh, um, wow. Big events. Big events. So he he's, I mean, I think like four or five of them on the calendar, which that's, it's pretty intense right now leading up to that October date. Yes, 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 yeah. And, you know, this is all a thing, a thing of legacy as well. What do I want to be known for? Do I want to be known for this or that? Or do I want to be known that I went here, I traveled here, I accomplished fun things. So I would think they'd be looking for fun. And also if they have children in their life, a lot of focus may be placed on the children. What can we do for the child? Yes. Next for Sagittarius or Sagittarius rising, this is happening in the 11th house. So there could be some unexpected changes within the team, within the group or within the community. So think about like at work when they say, oh, okay, you no longer report to this person, you report to this person. So then you kind of feel like, oh, well, these are my new teammates because now we all share the same boss. Right, right. They also could want to join a group, join a new group. I mean, we could go to the obvious, oh, go and go to the gym, but maybe it's a different type of group. Maybe it's a Facebook group or, you know, something very, that you, I just, I want to get involved with these people. It's a great time. Again, that you're apt to get some, apt to be welcomed in, I would think. Yeah. Um, because it's the 11th house as well, you know, there could be some disruptions to the home where you might be saying, okay, I can no longer tolerate this in the home. I need to move some stuff out. But right. again, because it's an eclipse, it can come on kind of quick. Like, wow, that came to a head or, okay, I said I was going to address it and I did it. Oh, I, I think that's a very key part. You really don't have to, even though we're talking about it, 
You really don't have to sit down and think, okay, now what do I need to do? It is going to happen. I think we talk about it. The purpose of it is to, you know, when you get that idea that flashes, hey, I'm, I could go this afternoon. Like, yeah, go for it, right? Just, it's kind of, I'm being like cheerleaders, right? Mm-hmm. Instinct is going to come. Just go for it. Yep. Next, we have cancer or cancer rising. This mm-hmm. is happening in that fourth house. So this one can be a little bit more personal. Um, it might not be as visible to other people. Again, puts a big focus on the home, sustain sustainability around the home, stability. Do I need to move? Maybe I just want to move what's already in the home around to make it more comfortable. I got to laugh. Uh, if you've watched the headlines, the prisoner that escaped, I believe it was Pennsylvania, but some say Dan- Danilo Calvacante, uh, he's been caught now. He's on the run on the lamb for 13 days. Um, think about it on the lamb for 13 days. He had sustainability issues. Can yeah. I sustain this? He had to be thinking this every day. Can I sustain myself? Because yeah. he, he had nothing. And he ended up, you know, getting a vehicle and he ended up obviously get, getting a weapon that he stole from somebody. And he was really putting it together there for 13 days. But I mean, it's just laughable. Yeah. Sustainability <laughs> issues. Looking at your home going, can I, can I continue this? Yeah. And this could be motivate you to make some change in the home or to clean out the garage or some basic small stuff. But there could be bigger issues like, you know, wow, do we need to move? Uh, you know, can we afford the mortgage or, you know, all this type of stuff, right? And too, because the fourth house is the family, uh, mm-hmm. there could just be surprising news from a family member that you feel like you have to react to or their decision makes some sort of significant change on your life. Oh, yeah. Their housing problem can become your housing issue. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Capricorn or Capricorn rising, this is happening in the 10th house. So this is a little bit more public maybe than the cancer one, because this is happening at the top of the chart and you might be questioning, how do I want to be known? Or maybe something's changing, which is adding some responsibility to your plate. Maybe you're saying, oh, I'm moving up, I'm getting promoted, but I would think there's something that's testing their responsibility. Yeah. And again, it's a new beginning. Remember, this is a new start. It's not like it's all going to be super evident where this is leading to. Uh, but, you know, the filling in for someone, doing something for someone else, and they might recognize, oh, potential, potential's here. Not that they're going <laughs> to load you up with more responsibility, but it could lead to, you know, uh, you know, great opportunities. Yep. Next for Leo or Leo rising happening in that solar third house. Mm-hmm. So this puts a big focus on learning taking on a learning curve within um, just your day to day. And this sounds a little bit boring, but you might say there's been something that's happened that now I don't have that same routine that I did. This is my new routine that I'm going to follow. Absolutely. This is the, this is like the beginning steps. It's like, if you said, I'm going to take a dance class and I'm going to start at the beginning, I'm going to learn these beginning steps. Well, okay. A year later, you might be doing the cha-cha, you know what I'm saying? You could be far down the road, but you have to start somewhere. And this is, it kind of rules kind of the idea of elementary education where we're just getting the basics here. We're talking about the ABCs and the one, two, threes. There is an opportunity here 
for you to have that experience. So you might want to, you know, take, a, you know, to look into the possibilities, right, of, oh, what, what can I learn? And not necessarily in a class, right? This is, there's so many opportunities just to learn by watching YouTube. Yeah. I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to can something. I'm going to make something. I've never done this before. So it, it's funny. It's, it's small potatoes. It is small things. But somehow it, it, it's very fulfilling. Other thing about the third house is it rules cousins, siblings, neighbors, coworkers. Yeah. So you could be shocked about something that comes out about what a coworker was saying about you, or you could be maybe concerned about something a sibling's doing. So, you know, I think they might be more susceptible to kind of reacting to what other people are doing around them. I, I would agree there, but it's also a huge contract time. True. So the idea of looking at paperwork, uh, filling out the forms, filling out the business license, uh, all those things, or closing something down. No, I'm no longer going to do that as well. Certainly an option there. Yeah. Next, we have Aquarius or Aquarius rising happening in the ninth house. So big focus on asking for more or expecting more. I think you're maybe something's going to shock you about, wow, how did I elevate? How did that seemingly happen overnight where I took something to the next level? I expanded my mind in some way. Well, it's oftentimes when something comes back to you more than you thought, like you did a, a, a nice thing for someone and then they bring a big fruit basket over to your house, you know, to thank you. Again, that's a, a very, we, we do use a lot of very simple examples here because we want to make this applicable to everyone, so to speak. Some people could have larger opportunities. Some people could get invitations to join a prestigious group. They could get opportunities to, oh, here's an opportunity for you to travel, to, to go see, do something quite unusual. Uh, but it's flattering. It is good, I would say, uh, unless you've been you know, criminally inclined. If you're criminally inclined, this probably isn't the best energy for you, right? Right, because the ninth house rule is the legal. Right. So I know your example is going to be Hunter Biden, yeah. uh, but, yeah. or do you want to talk about him real quick? Well, you know, he's, he's facing a felony, I think multiple felonies on illegal gun possession, you know, yeah. because he has an addiction issue. He's not supposed to be buying guns and he lied about it. Mm -hmm. uh, again, that sounds, I don't know, it, but, but we know there's a bigger story all going on with Hunter Biden. This is probably the least of his problems on this one. Right. Um, well, I thought we had to bring up Ashton Kutcher. Oh, yeah. yeah. He is uh, an Aquarius sun and moon and also has, I believe, his Mercury, Venus, and Midheaven all in Aquarius as well. Oh, I see. Because he, he wrote a letter, right? He wrote a letter um, in regards to, oh, gosh, I'm not going to draw a blank on his name. That was Masterson. Was his Masterson, last yeah. So if you don't know, yeah, one of the guys from the set, that 70s show was um, tried, I guess, this week and got 30 years for some sort of a sexual assault that he did many, rape. many years ago. I'm sorry, mom. Yeah, no rape. And, and the Ashton Kutcher, who was one of his castmates, right? Yeah. In that show? Yeah. yeah. And his wife. And his wife. And they, you know, wrote a nice letter saying he was a good guy. Yeah. They wrote character letters. Yeah, and. Yeah which it was shocking because they do a lot of work within the 
child like trying to uh yeah find child sex rings and try to shut that stuff down and so then the fact that he's writing a character letter for someone who got 30 years i mean i think we can all agree that there has to be such an overwhelming amount of evidence for someone to get 30 years i mean i just with our system things that we've seen before people get let off even when they're caught in the act (laughs) so the fact that ashton and the idea is a couple things um one we said for aquarius is if there's legal stuff going on this is not ideal um but the other thing is with because he has all that aquarius happening we know that pluto made its first entrance into aquarius this year now there's a whole nother influence aquarius's are they've got some heavy issues uh you know around them but i want to say this ashton uh resigned off the board of his nonprofit, which fights yeah i saw it in the headlines today so uh there's a case where uh that ninth house oftentimes brings up ethical and moral standards of the group that you're in so yeah it's possible that you know you're flattered by someone inviting you into the group but at the same time period you could be getting hey you don't belong in this group anymore you know you don't abide by our ethics by our standards i mean i don't want to get into the story but you know kevin mccarthy is also an aquarius and he's you know having a showdown on the national budget and he's being threatened by his peers that maybe they're gonna you know kick him out of the um leadership position so big issues going on with Aquarius Kate do you have anything (laughs) (laughs) nothing Uh, to that extreme yeah yeah well that ninth house is very political and so it makes sense as pulled in Hunter and Kevin and in Ashton on a legal matter right Next, let's talk about Virgo or Virgo rising. This is happening in that second house. So big one for money. Uh, This could be anything from just having an aha moment about what you value, what you're willing, what you're not willing to spend money on. Maybe you're going to be very proactive with it and set up an auto transfer. Okay, every month I'm going to put this much amount into my savings account. Or you might be just leaning into activities or things that make you feel safe or make you feel secure. So of course, money is an easy one to think of when we think of security, that idea, oh, I have, okay, this much money in the bank account. But there could be other things where you might just be saying, oh, I want to get a double lock on the front door. I want to put a security camera. Uh, There can be other things as well that provide that safe and security. Yeah, you know, these these energies are going to play out. They're going to play out, but there's just, we have to kind of break it down uh, so that the, there's going to be more of this coming over the next, you know, 18 months, two years uh, in your chart. But, you know, you may splurge. You may put value on something. Now we want, you know, I, I, I want a more comfortable bed. Uh, you know, I want a more beautiful, beautiful car to drive. So there could be more focus, again, safety, uh, you know, kind of plays into that. But also this idea of beauty, refining your space. And then lastly, we have for Pisces or Pisces rising. Uh, This is happening in that eighth house. So this is great for new beginnings around finances. So a little bit similar to the second house, but this should be on a larger scale. So big financial goals, um, maybe even some chatter about shared monies. Whose money is this? Who's paying the bills? Um, So there could be some kind of handoffs with who is financially responsible for things. 
Mm -hmm. And generally, there's a lifestyle change. And I would say that for all the Pisces. Uh, and because we know Saturn is in Pisces, right? Mm -hmm. And we have an eclipse that's affecting Pisces in the area of saying there's a lifestyle change coming. And again, it doesn't mean that you're quitting your job tomorrow, but it does mean you may be putting together an exit plan. Uh, I can't help but mention Mitch McConnell. You know, again, we have, a, you know, Nancy Pelosi saying she's going to run again and Mitch McConnell says he's not going to resign. These 80 year olds are getting pretty feisty on us. Uh, but, you know, we can see it's coming in his future. Yeah. And he's probably making plans for it. Yeah. So that concludes our time today talking about the eclipse. Like mom kind of alluded to earlier, this is not something the eclipses, they happen. You don't have to manifest this. There is no work that you have to do. Yeah. Um, but I, I like to give the example of, I just gave this example on someone else's podcast this yeah. past week, yeah. but I like to think of astrology as like, you want to go to a restaurant and before you go to the restaurant, you decide to jump on Yelp to oh. find out more. Okay. Okay. And so it, you go to this restaurant and everyone's raving about the food, but maybe people make comments like, well, the restaurant's cold or mm -hmm. the music's loud. Right. And so you go into the situation knowing those things, and then you're probably not going to be as disturbed by it because, you, oh, I already knew that the music was going to be loud. So right. Right. I already knew it was going to be cold. So I brought a sweater. It just helps prepare you so you're not as caught off guard. Well, I, I think one of the big thing of what we do here is just to validate people, validate these intuitions, these gut feelings. Sometimes people feel like, I don't know, stuff just happens to me. It's all craziness. And somehow when you can see there's an orderliness in it, it's just very calming. True. True. So thank you so much for listening today on our Eclipse Talk. Um, just as a reminder, Halloween is right around the corner. So if you are interested in booking uh, entertainment for your Halloween party, get that set up. I know my calendars, I've gotten a flood of requests already this past week. Um, and then if you did like the podcast, if you can like, share, comment, of course, share with your friends. And if you are interested in making a monetary donation, you can do so in the comments under buy us a coffee. We look forward to talking to you guys next week. Okay. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.